Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A transgender killer targets a Christian school. We have some video. A transgender day of vengeance preceded that school shooting. And a state is hiding Christian children in transgender shelters. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. We're about to show some sensitive video, no bloodshed or anything gory, but uh, viewer discretion is advised as we cover the horrific shooting at a Christian school by a transgender killer. That's not even my headline, this is the New York Post. Transgender killer targets Christian school. Uh, the shooter has left behind a manifesto and three young children ages nine years old were killed. Also three adults uh, just over 60 years old were killed by a transgender mental health <clears throat> concern. Here's the news, we're gonna show this video now as as I'm reading the news to you, we, we see Audrey Hale is a woman, a biological woman who pretends to be a man, uh, reportedly was taking testosterone treatments and shot her way into a Christian school. Life News reports the following. The 28-year-old individual who was allegedly attacked Nashville's Covenant School, this is a Christian school inside of a church building, attacking children has now been identified as Audrey Hale, who police indicate identified as a transgender. Police believe that Hale was a former student at the Christian Elementary School, where he or she killed three Christian children and three adults, Christian teachers. This is confirmed by police. Metropolitan Nashville Police Department Chief John Drake said at a press conference, that Hale did identify as transgender. Three students and three adults were shot and killed during the attack and the shooter Hale was also confronted by police and killed by law enforcement. Police Chief Drake said that Hale was armed with three firearms, at least two of them were legally obtained. And the Christian school did not have an armed resource officer on campus when the attack occurred according to Fox News. Daily Caller also confirms that she was identifying as a he. The Nashville school shooter who killed three children and three adults before being fatally shot by police has been identified as a 28-year-old female who identifies as a transgender male and on her LinkedIn profile used he, him pronouns. Authorities confirmed that the 28-year-old Audrey Hale is now a deceased suspect in the shooting that occurred at a Christian elementary school at which Hale was previously a student. 
Nashville police confirmed the following quote. She does identify as transgender, end quote. Police chief also says she left behind a manifesto. Who knows what's in that? It's probably all kinds of anti-Christian confession, right? Uh, but the woman, the shooter, had formerly been a art and design student, was on the dean's list in 2016, uh, had created some beautiful art, and, and then got into this idea that she ought to be a, a man, right? Began treating herself as a man. Megan Marie Barnes, a student who attended with Hale, told Daily Caller that Audrey Hale began using the male name Aiden Hale, and her LinkedIn page, which we confirmed, did list male pronouns as he slash him. That's the news, our thanks to Life News for that report and Daily Caller. Um, that's just the news, I have not even given my own opinion on this, but can you see the demonic spirits? We, on this show, we try to discern the spirits and we, we don't just look for the human actors, but we look for the non-human spirits behind the news. And there was a day, I'm telling you, uh, when Audrey Hill was a Christian or her parents wanted her to be, attending Christian school, maybe attending that Christian church. And there came a day later in her life when she was tempted first by the Holy Spirit to say, honor your true self at the biological female that God created you to be and love your neighbor. God told her to love her neighbor. And yet the devil one day came to her and said, kill your neighbor, hate the Christians. Those people who were telling you that transgenderism was evil, they're the problem. And that demonic spirit at first began outside of her as tempting her to sin. But then when she chose to sin, it was no longer outside of her. Now the demonic spirit was inside of her pretending to be a man her self-hatred became hatred of Christians. And that hatred became murder. We have said on this program repeatedly that transgenderism proceeds in four stages, self-doubt, self-hatred, self-cutting, and self-murder. And this was a murder-suicide. She intended to die according to the suicide note that she left for another one of her friends warning that's basically suicide by cop. I will be killed because I'm gonna kill other people and the police will kill me. I am grieving, but the Bible predicted this, right? In 1 John 3. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the demonic spirit of murder that is coming after Christians and Christian children. And it's not enough that they hate themselves now, they gotta hate us too. But Father, we pray against all hatred, against all demonic anger inside of the confused transgender movement, which is now being pushed by the government against Christians in such a way that it's premeditated, that they're thinking about ways to kill us. Father, we pray it is not so, we pray that the spirit of mercy and repentance will fall upon the entire transgender community so they will come to their senses and return to Christ 
and receive his mercy. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, the Transgender Day of Vengeance has been called for even before this shooting. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yep. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God or write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. Dr. Chaps, do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from WION News, who reports, there was a transgender day of vengeance, which was called for just before this school shooting, uh, and, and also transgender day of vengeance, protests are happening outside of the Supreme Court even as we record this report. What is a day of vengeance? Well, it's not enough to have a transgender day of visibility. Instead, they want vengeance. And that movement now, according to WION News, uh, was called for just days before the transgender shooting at a Christian elementary school in Nashville. But it's not the first transgender shooter. There have been four so-called transgender shooters in the past year, including one at Christmas at the LGBTQ nightclub, the Q Club in Colorado Springs, where we record this show. That shooter was also a non-binary transgender confused person who killed his own transgender friends. But what did they do? They blamed the Christians for that. And now the transgenders have called for a day of vengeance against the Christians, which ironically preceded Aubrey Hale shooting Christians in Nashville. This new call for a transgender day of violence preceded the violence that did happen in the deadly Nashville shooting where six people were killed, including three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds. And other media is now confirming a connection to transgender activism and the violence, not just against themselves, the cutting and self-murder, but now murdering others, murdering Christians who love them and don't want them to hurt themselves. 
But new claims are being made in these reports. A shooting carried out by 28-year-old Audrey Elizabeth Hale, a transgender person, biological woman pretending to be a man, took place days ahead of the so-called Trans Day of Violence, which was purported to be held on March 31st and April 1st. And the reports are referring to websites and Twitter posts of the so-called Trans Radical Activist Network, T-R-A-N, they call themselves, which appears to have been a, issued a call to action to end transgender genocide by carrying out vengeance against, well, you know who, us, right? Tsukuru Fors, the co-founder of the Trans Radical Activist Network, said in an interview earlier this year that the Transgender Day of Visibility was now given a different name, the Transgender Day of Violence, because visibility alone is no longer enough. Now they have to take vengeance. The activist said, quote, we are calling for a trans day of vengeance. Vengeance means fighting back with vehemence. It is our battle cry to declare to the world that we, the transgender non-binary communities, will neither be silenced nor eradicated. And we are calling to our allies, members of other marginalized communities to make themselves known and to fight with us, end quote. Well, does that fighting, fighting include shooting children in Christian schools? Maybe so. Uh, some reports are claiming that the group is also raising money for firearms training for their transgender group members. Not for self-defense, but firearms training for vengeance. The Twitter handle of the account has been locked with tweets now only visible to, the, to their followers. It is unclear whether Audrey Hale was actually influenced by this movement or the inspired uh, call to action, call to transgender violence with firearms training. But news agencies have reported citing police that the gender identity of the shooter was one of the issues being looked into as a possible motive for the crime. Her transgenderism in the manifesto is the reason she shot the kids that's part of the police investigation. Other reports show the shooter left behind a map and a manifesto leading, uh, relating to the attack, and those items were revealed upon a search of the suspect's house, according to Nashville Chief of Police John Drake, who informed us that there were going to be shootings at multiple locations, with the school just being one of them, according to the initial reading of that manifesto by the shooter. Audrey Hale, who identifies as Aiden Hale. Here are the names of the victims. Three Christian children, three Christian teachers. Nine-year-olds, Evely Deekhouse, Haley Scruggs, William Kinney. 60-plus-year-olds, Cynthia Peak, Catherine Kuntz, and Mike Hill have all been identified as victims of the attack. That's the news. Our thanks to WION News for that report. What is vengeance? They're calling for vengeance, revenge. Well, that's just the sin of hatred. It's just another word for murder. The Bible condemned this, not just in the New Testament, 
where Jesus teaches us to love your neighbor. But even in the Old Testament, here's Leviticus 19. You shall not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people. But you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. The Lord commands you, do not take vengeance. Do not bear a grudge. Do not take revenge against the children of your own people. But love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Thus saith the Lord to the transgender community, you shall not take vengeance in Jesus' name. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for your mercy that you will rebuke the demonic spirit of vengeance that is inside some who hate themselves so much that they wanna kill us. Instead, Father, we pray their sins are forgiven, that Jesus, you show them mercy, that as they repent and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they will be cleansed of the demonic spirit of hatred and violence and sin and murder. And Father, we call for your spirit of love to fill their hearts spirit of self-love, and then loving their neighbor as their self. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take another short break. When we come back, a new state law proposes to hide Christian children in transgender shelters. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story 
is just shocking, but now the government is proposing to take the side of the transgenders against Christian children, not in any way connected to the shooting, but with regard to hiding or even kidnapping Christian children and putting them in transgender shelters. Fox 9 News in Minnesota reports leftist lawmakers are making it harder for Christian parents to retrieve their kidnapped child if the child goes into hiding in Minnesota. Lawmakers in Minnesota are working to ensure transgender youth have a safe space when seeking gender-affirming health care, according to a new trans refuge bill being proposed by the State House of Representatives in Minnesota. It passed the Democrat-led House last Friday on a vote of 68 to 62. Almost all Democrats voting yes, almost all Republicans voting no. It's known as the Trans Refuge Bill, HF 146, would prohibit the court-ordered removal of any Christian child from a different state, let's say South Dakota. But if the Christian child is hiding in Minnesota, that there's no subpoena. You can't get the child back to South Dakota where the parents are. Christian kids are gonna be held in transgender shelters in Minnesota against the wishes of the parents who are suing to retrieve their kidnapped child. And when the child is seeking medically necessary health care to promote transgender hormones or surgery for the ch child. The representative introducing this is Lee Finke, Democrat from St. Paul, who's the sponsor of the bill. Here's a picture of him or her, depending on how she wants to identify herself. But she's now accusing parents of opposing sex changes for children. And Representative Henke said, quote, forced detransition is a violence against my community that I can't begin to imagine. And that's what's happening across America. Okay, let's leave that slide up there for a second. Forced detransition. This is what it means when Christian parents want their biological female daughter to remain a girl. And opposing her transition to a boy is now forced detransition. Well, you're forcing the transition. <laughs> the parents are just trying to keep their kid normal the way that they, <laughs> forgive me, I'm not supposed to cast aspersions, but Representative Hinky is saying that objecting as a Christian parent equates to violence. Christians are violent if the parents wanna keep their kids as they were born. No, it's not violent. It's protecting your kid from your forced transition of the kid. The law would amend a portion of the Uniform Child Custody Jurisdiction and Enforcement Act to allow the court to find the parent and child have significant connections with the state when the child is in the state for gender-affirming healthcare. But the new bill in Minnesota would allow a court to find temporary emergency jurisdiction in the child's custody preceding when the child had previously been unable to attend, obtain gender-affirming health care in their own state, meaning that they can flee to Minnesota, which becomes a safe haven for Christian kids to get their private parts surgically removed, as if that's a safe haven. 
The new bill would prevent a foreign subpoena from the home state from being recognized in Minnesota. So the courts would not be able to send the child back home. Others are calling this a kidnapping bill. Representative Peggy Scott, Republican said, quote, this allows children regardless of age to seek and receive radical medical treatments that can cause sterilization, bone loss, loss of sexual function, and brain development, all without their parents' guidance and love. We used to protect our kids in the state of Minnesota. You can always move to California. They already passed these laws, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Fox 9 News for that report. People are calling this a kidnapping bill. And Representative Hinckley says, no, no, kidnapping is still illegal. We won't tolerate kidnapping, but you're not gonna send the kid home. In fact, I think it's under color of law, you're providing a cover for what is essentially kidnapping Christian children to keep them in Minnesota. That's my opinion. And it's, I'm not the only one that thinks that way. The Republicans who voted against this bill said it's a kidnapping bill. Here is the future of Representative Hinckley, as Jesus quoted in Matthew 18. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better if he had a millstone hung around his neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. We denounce violence. We are not calling for violence against anyone. Instead, we are predicting a dire future when the judgment of Christ is put upon those who lead children into sin. We're out of time, but let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children. In some of the poorest slums overseas, we're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and for supporting us at PrayInJesusName.org. That's our website when you donate. The Bible says this in Proverbs 3. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is the power in your hand to do so. Thank you for your donations. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. 
We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.